Wrestling fans, listen up. This is Effie from, you know, wrestling and the internet. It's CBV, Chris Van Vliet. It's Aubrey Edwards, referee at All Elite Wrestling. This is Old Master, the Southern Psycho, king of the trailer court. I poke God. It's the God of shit, Nick fucking Gage. Swoggle here, and this is the episode we've been waiting for. You're tuned in to Action Figure Weekly with Dylan Housen and Jerry Dan. So check out the podcast, AFW Podcast. Hello, figure fans. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Action Figure Weekly AFW. I'm your host, Jerry Damage Cook, and joining me as always, the award-winning Deathmatch Brewmaster, Dylan Housen. Dylan, how are you, sir? And I'm hanging in there. Uh, I, you know, full disclosure, recording this on the 30th of October, a couple days ago, hit 31 years old, and my knee's already hurting. Is that is that just something that happens? Like, uh, it's like when your car gets yeah. a couple miles past warranty, it just something goes wrong. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so I'm just it's just I'm getting old. Yeah, you're going to die soon. It's okay. Hey, man, I'm already halfway there. You know. Yeah. Today's society. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. But, you know, all in all, it's been a good, good, good couple weeks. So, I was very busy complain. last week uh, with some work-related stuff. Slight schedule change, but all good. Uh, but, yeah. Outside that, uh, I was supposed to go play a, another big Lorcana tournament. Uh, this one only only had 52 people at it. Only uh, 52. Only 52, yeah. I think I would have done pretty well. Um, I mean, I'm just going to be cocky and say I would have won it all. You know, fuck them. Uh, those, those motherfuckers better be glad. Smoke, uh, you assholes. <laughs> I thought my mother-in-law was going to be able to watch my kids. Uh, my wife had to work, and then uh, she was not. Something else came up. So, you know, that kind of happens. Uh, so now I'm kind of waiting for the next one uh, to come around, and there's a new set dropping in two weeks for it. Um, I anticipate not being able to find it, <laughs> and right, uh, probably just kind of waiting and kind of seeing, you know, what. Uh, I think the best way to, I did it before was uh, went out and I bought. You know, I found I was very lucky. In hindsight, to have found, I almost bought two booster boxes worth of product. So being able to find just what I found, I think I was extremely lucky. And I don't think I'll be that lucky with the next set. But they are printing both multiple times. So, you know. For, for the first set, though, I'm pretty well good. There's maybe like a card here. And it's like I've got three of them instead of four. You know. That kind of thing, and I'm sure there's a couple of like one cards that nobody gives a shit about that right. I need to have a full set, but I'm not really too worried about it at this point. You know, I'll get there eventually, so I'm just kind of me. So, but yeah, uh, outside that, I've been real itchy to play some games and stuff. So I, you know, have been <laughs> just I, I went from like ah, this online thing is just kind of fun to practice around with and stuff to where I'm like, well, it's the only way I can play the game right now. So. You know, I'm 
kind of start to take it a little bit more serious, I think, you know, because uh, I don't have any other way to play the game right now. So it's one of those things like you got to do. You, you gotta, you can't, like, I can't help but think that maybe, like, the collectors are ruining the actual game. No, it's not collectors, it's scalpers. Mm. It's people who know that if they walk into uh, Walmart and see it on the shelf and they can buy it for 160 they can then flip it for $350. <laughs> and so that's the problem. It's not, uh, it's not the other one. It's, it's that. So, you know, that's fair. I mean, like it, it's, it's kind of, I guess like anything big, like you're, you know, people were fist fighting over fucking Furbies back in the day. And now you, you probably find one on eBay for a nickel. Oh, it was, uh, I mean the same thing for Pokemon during the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, it Pokemon was during the ridiculous well, Pokemon in my uh, childhood and in the pandemic. I remember my mom trying to go to like black Friday shop looking for Pokemon cards. And I was a kid and it was just like, she said she watched a woman grab the whole display box and she said uh, to the lady, like, hey, can I grab a couple of those? My kid, I think I was like seven or eight at the time. So my kid's seven or eight, whatever my age was, she knew. Uh, he That's one of the only things he wants for Christmas. Can I please get a couple of those packs? And she said, no, my son's 25 and it's all he wants for Christmas too. And takes the whole display box to the counter and buys all of them. And that was, you know. 2000 you know 2000s early 2000s <laughs> so i mean like as long as there's anything in demand there's going to be people being shitheads when i went to gamestop um and found those boosters there that was my in hindsight like that's the way it probably could have went down was yeah yeah you know the guy could have very easily just have been like nope i'm buying them all and like well it's, it's kind of is what it is I mean, when the when the AEW metal uh, blaster boxes were hitting like targets around me, mm. I wound up buying four boxes. Uh, like I think no, I think it totally was. I think a total I bought six, but it was like I bought two at one store, left two on the shelf, came back like three four days later and bought another one, and I did that at both stores. Like I let them sit. I gave people an opportunity because I could have just snagged all of them and just been that asshole. But like I think you know of those, I, th- I think. So like eight to ten, and I bought like six, and the rest got bought up. It's like I, I gave other people a fair shot. That's, that's all you can ask for, man. Just give people a chance. But you know, I also could have turned around and sold those things at a markup because people will pay for it. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. One of the things I never quite understood about the uh, the hobby, you know, like help each other. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> outside that, I have been buying quite a bit of stuff. Um, I was buying just tons of cards and stuff, and uh, I was trying to bling out my deck as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I wouldn't be able to, you know, get 100% foil. Uh, it would cost an extra $400 for me to do that. <laughs> No, but a you. lot of the yeah, a lot of the common cards and stuff though are very cheap. I mean, like a, a common card foil is like fifty cents to a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, obviously that'll go up. You know, the more that you have, like the uh, I mentioned off air to it and stuff. 
Uh, I've got them ordered now, coming in. They are the uh, surfer stitch. So there are four different stitches in the game, uh, which is a lot. You know, considering a lot. a lot of characters not even in this stuff yet. But. So there is... Uh, and there's one in particular that just blew up on the uh, big tournaments that happened last weekend and stuff. And one of them is this right here. It's one of the stitches. It's a uh, surfer stitch. It's t- t- uh, stitch on a surfboard. Motherfucker. Cannot talk. Easy for you and, to say. Yeah, ben, 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 ben. Yeah. Take a shot. So, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to see this guy. I'm trying to play Pixel Board at the same time. It's not working. I'm doing. I'm, uh, I'm scrolling. Yeah, I'm eBay to, for cards. <laughs> I had a game going as distracted. we started recording, and I was like, "Yeah." So, uh, so um, I did get those. Now, I realized over the weekend too, because uh, I am not in any other wrestling figure or action figure groups other than Major Pod. And literally, it has been <laughs> been years since I have bought in a non-major pod group. Uh, just because, you know, that's the only one. I got to a point where I was like, all these other ones kind of suck. And, you know, there are people that will get scammed occasionally from major pod. But it's very, very rare. And we deal with each other so much in there and stuff usually that, you know, you're pretty... Pretty safe well, if, bet for the most part. You know, not if you do, but 95, you, I'd say. I think you would get them every now and again, and the witch hunts have gotten stronger and stronger and where you, you hardly yeah. ever see it now. So, uh, but in these Lorcana groups and stuff, from again, scalpers and things and scammers, because people know that, you know, they are easy prey right now because people are so rabid over this. Uh, I wanted to buy those surfer stitches because they, <laughs> they've already went up. They were like 20 bucks before the tournament. Now they're 40 plus to 50 and they're going up and it's like, fuck. It's like, well, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and bite the bullet and get them. So, uh, and usually on these groups, what people do is there's uh, the big site for them is called TCG player. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, we've talked about it. And so people will do, you know, like 80% of TCG player price or something like that, you know, so it's a little bit less, not much, but you know, you're saving a few dollars. And they, you know, can do it there and stuff. But I bought from two people in there so far. And both of them I went through. And whenever you click on their profile, like, you know, from the group, mm-hmm. you can see all the posts that they've made. And both of them had multiple sales that they've made in the past. So. I always I feel, do that regardless. Like when I'm yeah. in a major pie group or whatever, I would go <laughs> back and, and verify that that person has been around. Yeah. If it's so not I somebody I immediately feel... recognize, like, I think, you know, like. There's, there's certain people like uh, yeah, Brian Myers is not going to screw me out of the out of this twenty dollars, but you know some random Joe Schmo could. Yeah. So that's the reason I was kind of like, I was like, ah, I think it's probably safe, and you know these people seem trustworthy and stuff. So, so kind of did that. Uh, let's see what else did we get in. I'm going to kind of do a quick rundown. Uh, I got these. Speaking of Stitch, so we went to. Uh, my son came, <laughs> I picked him up from school on 
Thursday of last week. He's like, "Hey, Dad, can I go to the dance, the Halloween dance?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm being thinking." Absolutely not. Friday night, you know, it's Saturday night. No, it's Thursday night. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." Uh, he did not have a costume. Why? <laughs> so, <coughs> so I had to run him over to Spirit oh, Halloween at the mall here, and we went. He is a ghost ghost face, you know, from Scream. Nice, uh, nice. Very popular though because he went to the dance as Ghostface, and there were twenty other Ghostfaces running around. That's fair. So, it's yeah. it's a pretty you know, pretty popular thing. Pretty popular. Um, but there's a little bookstore in there, and I was like, oh yeah, we'll go in there and check it out. And they had these Disney uh, dice. They are Stitch. If you see this right here. Oh, that's sick. So it's got like you know different. Uh, characters and stuff you know different versions of stitch with a number on each one uh you know i figured maybe one day i'd use them for the game or something like that so i was like i'm gonna go ahead and pick them up and, and i felt obligated to buy something because as we were <laughs> we were looking around the store uh kate nonchalant and just swings her arm and hits a harry potter mug that then crashes to the floor and breaks into a thousand pieces <laughs> so i was like fuck i was like well i'm buying that mug today i guess and then the girls who were working like, ah, it's just damaged product. We'll write it off. And I was like, okay. But I kind of felt they were so nice about that. And I was like, I kind of feel obligated to buy something. So, you know, and I thought, like, you know, again, thought that those would work. Uh, Marcus Brandon put up some eight by tens. So I got a few of those that I was missing from the collection. Uh, the anniversary. Well, what anniversary this was? Uh, some year anniversary for the pod, but it's signed by Matt and Brian. It's a big collage of like a bunch of different stuff. Oh man, that is there's uh, some heavy hitter logos. Yeah, that just leapt out. Just one I never got. Uh, this right here, which is a major pod. It's got like Matt, Brian, and Mark. It's Hasbro's signed, and then this is one of my favorite ones that I just did not have. Wanted, dead or alive. Nice. And it's got Matt, Brian, Mark, Swaggle, Chelsea, and signed by all five. So that's a very cool one that I really wanted. So got those in. That let's see what else we got. A bunch of cards. Uh and, oh, and then micro rollers. Uh, they're actually up on the shelf right now. Got uh, from my brother. He got the AEW crate. So I got the Billy Gun to go with Max Caster and Anthony Bowen. And uh, Billy Gun is doing. The scissors with both hands, so he can get right between Bowens and Caster, and they can be scissoring each other. So, uh, very cool. And then better than you, Bebe, the two pack of Adam Cole and MJF. Got that very cool. Uh, let's see what else did we get in. Major Bendies. <laughs> Got those. Uh, technically, yeah. um, until Mark goes live on Twitch, I guess I'm caught up. So we, of course, got in the Deathmatch Queen. Yes. Uh, SDL. Very good. Very, very good. Yeah, uh, very, very solid. Your, your neck of the woods. Uh, Travis Hotard to get his in. And put his yep, in. wait. That's going to be my excuse to make a trip down. And then I also need to sell a bunch of... Uh, I've got just a box of pops that are collecting dust so i need uh, to make a trip on down this one 
Joe shoes. Oh, I regret not buying the Joe shoes. That is it looks so good. Very uh very well done. I mean I'm very impressed. I don't know where it's going up here somewhere. On the major bendies. We've got to figure that part out. I don't know where he's gonna go. Could put him over there beside the referees. Do you My not have like a major there. pod centric? Well, I have Matt Bryan uh, because there are that many that they have their own. <laughs> I've got my ECW ones, Hacksaw, Jarrett Conrad, uh, Dan Housen, uh, Gangrels, Nick Gage, Effie, Joy Janela, Tyrus up there. Uh, this is more like Johnny Gargano, Pillman, Bulldog, uh, Good Brothers, Adam Baum. Uh, my smart marks are right there in front, swoggles. And then over here on the before, on the fifth one now, <laughs> I've got the referees. And then on the front row, I do have series one of uh, bendies or bend dumps. Yeah. It's pretty damn impressive. Full, that full set right there. So there are a lot of these fucking things. Um, yeah, but I've got to figure out. I'm. I'm <laughs> It will not take <coughs> very long, and I'm going to be out of room. So I'm going to have to figure it's that the out. constant struggle. They're eventually going to take over the second row. I'm, I'll move my micro rollers down a row. And we'll have two just full rows of nothing but them. So. Oh, well. Yeah, it's the, the constant collecting struggle. It is... I think that's about it, except for this. Uh, we talked about, I've been watching yes. the One Piece, um, not the anime, I've been watching the live action. But this is SH Figuarts Monkey Day Luffy. So I think that is a spot on pronunciation. I don't know, I have not watched the show. Yeah, I'm I'm not into the anime uh, from One Piece, but it does look pretty cool. So um, I was like, okay, I was like, I'm I'm digging the uh, digging the live action version. So I was like, all right. And I did set these starting to set these up too and stuff. This is my uh, Marvel Legends Kang and He Who Remains. So because if your Loki is getting very very good right now. Uh, on Disney Plus, which features, of course, uh, the fallout of He Who Remains and Kang and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I am look very looking. It was a cliffhanger at the end of episode four. So, spoiler alert! But I am. Oh no! I've been spoiled. Yeah, I'm not gonna say what happened. Stanley came back from the grave. No, I'm just playing. Whoa. Spoiler, motherfucker. CM Punk debuts on Loki. Yeah, CM Punk debut. CM Punk is Loki. CM Punk to, M to uh, MCU confirmed. Yeah, so uh, outside of that, let me see. I have uh, the greatest hits are starting to pop up. I need uh, to make Marvel, a trip down to my store and, yeah, and the try to track them down. Legends greatest hits uh, are hitting a target. I needed. I still need a bulldog. 
Uh, I'm on the fence about it, but I think it's, yeah, I'll probably just go ahead and do it. Um, so if you do find a bulldog, let me know. I will and make a new. I do have a honky tonk man coming. I need a Greg from the last Legends wave. And who was in that wave? It was. Uh, million Dollar Man, Valentine, yeah, I need, and Perfect. Yeah, I need, I need all of them. Everybody perfect. except for Triple H in that set. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Trips is the other one. I need Perfect, Greg, and Million Dollar Man. So, uh, Greg, I really need. So, you know, for Rhythm and Blues, and then I'm going to have uh, Brutus probably be with them. So it'll be kind of a, you know, rock and roll kind of theme three-person tag team and you know they can kind of wreak havoc so have a honky-tonk with them that'd be a solid uh it would have been a solid faction i kind of think so and i was like you do it kind of like as the free birds you know where they cheat all the time yeah. and there's three of them and so i was like that'd be kind of a cool thing so um walmart, uh, walmart got in the latest ruthless aggression line the one that had mvp uh, Miz and Rock, and so I ended up picking up that MVP. So I have the other, the current day modern MVP elite. What was and the so, uh, what uh, was the Rock in that one? Like what uh, attire? It's like singing, like with a guitar. Oh, okay. So I think I've already got. Yeah, I already have one with him and the guitar and like the track pants. Yeah, so it's uh not bad, but nothing I needed. It's been done before. Um, the Ultimate Rock, I do need that one. The new Ultimate yes. Rock. Yes. That's on my list. And that uh, Legends Cage and Ring Set, the blue one, I need that as well. So I've got a lot I don't of... even think I've seen that yet. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few things on my list now that I'm thinking about it. But, you know, uh, now that I've kind of <laughs> on pause for a little bit for Lortana stuff, and then I'm going to start looking at that stuff to kind of, you know, get what I can get. But, um,. Yeah, for for Lorcana now, I'm also uh, there's a few more things I want to pick up. Like I I want some little tokens that say like, hey, you can't do this on this turn and that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna get some of those. I'm thinking about a couple more playmats just to have options to run and stuff, you know. <clears throat> but I want to take my time and make sure I get something I really think is cool because I don't really plan to get another one or two. Uh, I do have some more sleeves coming in. Uh, the official sleeves or whatever. There's a Mickey Mouse set that I thought was pretty cool. And they actually have deck boxes, but they're kind of cheaply made. But mm. it's like I'll get you know one just to kind of see how they are and stuff. So uh, thanks to Carrie Cowling, I'm going to be caught back up on Major Pod uh, Patreon cards. Nice, nice. So she had... The last live show, I think. Yeah. And so I got that card coming in. And... I think that's it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. But I think that's it for me for the most part. Oh. Snap, snap, snap. So I have currently working on it we, we talked about it off air but i've started just like because you know card collection starting card collections is fairly easy mm -hmm. uh, i've been playing around with 
I, it's a, there, and it started with just one card that I wanted. Uh, the the Allen and Genser they make like you know the, the baseball card line, but they have like celebrities interspersed in. And I had been wanting uh, the Big J Okerson comedian card because it's one of my favorites. And uh, finally, it was just sitting on eBay. I was like, why the hell not? And I, so I grabbed it. And I just started looking through. I found it one of those, like, pick your singles. When I started scrolling through and I started seeing a bunch of different celebrities, I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to have. Well, that would be a cool one to have. And I wound up buying six that night. And I've decided I'm going to start the start a collection of uh, it, it like baseball, football, basketball cards of non-athletes, like celebrities or whatever. Or if it's an athlete, it has to be like uh, I got Iron Sheik. I, so it's an Iron Sheik baseball card. So, you know, like official release for a league that is not what they're known for. So on the six that I just got was uh, was Big J Okerson, Ari Shafir, both incredibly funny comedians, Val Kilmer, the goat, Doc Holliday, uh, Henry Rollins, lead singer of Black Flag, uh, one of my favorite people. You know the it's, Iron uh, Sheik. Val Kilmer died, didn't he? Yes. Okay. Or oh, wait, no, no, not yet. Are you sure? Has he not? Man, he's. All I know is after seeing that scene in uh, Top Gun, I was like, oh, "Man, we've we don't have much time if we, if, you know." And it also it, it tore me up that one of the greatest—I mean, he played Doc Holliday, the greatest shit talker of all time—and he couldn't even speak in that role. I'll be a Huckleberry. I quote him as Doc Holliday probably once once a week. No, oh, he's still with us right now. But I mean, he's he's okay. sick. He's lost his voice, you know. Oh. So I saw the Val Kilmer card. I had to, and then the last one is a uh, Matt Hoffman, BMX rider, mm-hmm. uh, one of my heroes growing up. Because I jumped bikes off of anything that I could get, uh, get permission to to hop off of. And then today, while we're sitting here, I, I added. I'm adding a few more. So I got Tom Segura and H. John Benjamin. Uh, you know. Tom Segura is one of the funniest comedians out there. H. John Benjamin is uh, the voice of Archer. Bob from Bob's Burgers. He's also a really funny comedian. Uh, the skateboarder Bucky Lassick and Rodney Mullen. Uh, both both guys I grew up watching. Uh, Brian Fallon of Gaslight Anthem. Kelsey Cook who's also a comedian. And also she's like a professional foosball player. She's got this YouTube show where she just plays. She'll play like, I've, I've seen her do like two and three people at, like playing against her and she's smoking them at, at foosball while just talking trash the whole time. It's a pretty you fun watch. Do two, three people. And that's kind of a, I mean, she's, look, she's an attractive woman. Video. I wouldn't say no to that video, but, uh, also then Travis Pastrana is a motocross rider. I watched growing up. And then this was the weird one that left out and I was like, all right, well making this purchase. The first tiger mask has an Allen and Ginter baseball card. So, some real weird ones, but I think it's going to be a fun little collection of just like, oh, this person has one. I saw a Post Malone earlier, but I could not find one for less than $75. And I'm like, I I don't think I've listened to 75 of his songs. So are they just uh, autographed or is it like... Uh, there are some that are autographed. Some are just base cards. Uh, so like most of the ones that I bought today were like a dollar. Hmm. 
the Tom Segura one was a little higher because it's just like harder to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. But I've seen some of his that are autographed that are uh, at least asking for quite a bit of money. Uh, like they had one that looked like he had just, it looked like it was just a base card that he signed and uh, put like an inscription on and somebody was asking twenty four ninety nine ninety nine. They're asking $2,500 for a base card that he uh, inscribed, Bert is fat. You know, the, his uh, his podcast co-host, Bert Kreischer, uh, and then signed his, his name. And they got it, uh, looks like Beckett graded. And I'm not seeing, or it's, you know, Beckett authentify, uh, auth- yeah, authenticated, authentic, yeah, whatever the word is, authenticated. Can't even... But they're not like, it's not like even a grading on it. It's just that they, you know, they got Beckett to verify that it was his signature. And uh, somebody is asking $2,500 for it, (laughs) which to me is lunacy. Looks like I'm seeing another one that's uh, Sean Evans, the Hot Ones guy. Uh, there's one that was, it's just a base card that he autographed, and somebody's asking 100 for that one. Yeah, I got you. I know what you're talking about. The Hot Ones, like I've seen them sit there and eat those wings. Man, that show is something. I'm seeing a Method Man, uh, Jim Mint 10. <laughs> base card, no auto, 137.60. Mm-hmm. I need to just start sending random shit off to get a. Uh, to get slabbed, might might turn around and make some serious money off of it. <clears throat> I have been thinking about random ass card. Um, maybe trying to get a few Lorcana cards done in a slab, just because I I want like I've got to figure out which one specifically or something, you know. And yeah, um, it might be something kind of cool, you know, like to get like an artist to sign a cop, you know, one, and then try to get that done or something. I don't know, but. Then again, they might, you know, not know who the artist is. I'll look at it and be like, some little kid scribbled on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What jackass send us a card that someone had been drawing on? Yeah. So. So, yeah, I'm going to be just kind of, this will be one of my little random eBay searches when I'm bored on the couch. Because I just bought eight cards for 20 bucks. And if I had not bought the Tom Segura, I would have bought eight cards for like, 12 bucks so i mean it's been a it's a fun line especially getting like legit sports cards of like comedians and skateboarders and musicians and like weird stuff like that's kind of cool and then i I couldn't pass up chic and uh tiger mask i need to go through and organize my uh, uk players cards i've got quite a few of those i need to i'm also I've got a, a a collection I'm I'm debating, and I don't know how far the rabbit hole could go, but I was shocked at how many cards I found. Uh, so when I was growing up, we had a minor league hockey team in Baton Rouge. Uh, the you know, Baton Rouge Kingfish, named after Huey P. Long, the most Baton Rouge thing we could do. We name it after the most corrupt man in the history of politics, and that's saying something. But uh. Loved that team growing up, and they they folded in like the early two thousands. And we just got a team back, uh, which I you know I we went this weekend, and I had for a while dogged the name of the team. Uh, the the team now 
is the Baton Rouge Zydeco, which mm-hmm. Zydeco music has. You can't find Zydeco music in Baton Rouge. You have to go like an hour and a half. Uh, John Swallow's way out towards Lafayette, Acadiana. And uh, so it was just like, it has nothing to do with our culture, whatever. The, the team name's stupid. The logo's stupid. And then uh, my wife gets tickets to one of the games. And I was like, well, I mean, I'll go with Taki. And uh, by the end of the night, I turned to her and I said, God help me. I've fallen in love with the team with the stupid name and no offense. Because we got the team got beat like 5-2. And the two they scored were luckily right in front of our seats, and there's a couple near fights in front of our seats. It was really fun, but I, I it just kind of got me itchy for like the stuff for my the team I grew up with, the Kingfish. And there was one player that was my guy. Uh, his name is Cam Brown. He kind of had a cup of coffee in the NHL. He played some, he played some like minor, you know, different minor league teams and stuff, but. He's also got like, I, I think I found like 10 different cards on eBay just swiping through uh, for just different teams he's played for when he was in the league, when he was in the minors. And I'm tempted to start a collection. Uh, I just, he was one of those guys that like, when I, when I watch hockey, man, I, I want, I, I love a good enforcer and he was our captain. And uh, my dad still tells this story to this day. I remember the game. Uh, one of our players just get, cheap shot hit and Cam Brown sees it happen. Ref calls nothing. So he just takes off the opposite direction, goes all the way around the ice behind the goal. And it's just like, like it looked like an Olympic speed skater. He was just picking up as much speed as he could. And he hit that guy with all the force of a Mack truck. I mean, I once he knocked his helmet off, like he freaking leveled the dude right in front of the ref skates right over to the penalty box like tosses his stick in and just sits there, puts his arm on it. Like he's waiting for them to open up shop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is that, this is my, this is my guy right here. So when the team, you know, team folded and I was, you know, I was a kid, it was not like I was going to follow his, yeah, like not like today you could follow a guy's career through social media and 47 different streaming platforms. But I'm also debating starting another little small card collection of just his like cards from the miners and stuff. Because the world's a strange place, and we get access to so much shit now. It's kind of cool, just finding people's yeah. random like <clears throat> league cards from '99, 2000. And they'll have yeah, you know, I can probably get every card I saw with his name on it for like 15 bucks has no real value to anybody, but it would be one of those things that I'd hold dear. Yeah. That's kind of a good time. Okay. To go after that kind of stuff. That's just, you know, I was like, I was sitting at that game. I saw somebody walk. I saw somebody walk by that still had one of their jerseys from when the Kingfish were here. And it was his, not, you know, his name number on the back. And I was like, Oh man. It just like hit with like the wave of nostalgia. Because I remember every time, like, his name would get called, I'm stomping the seats and screaming as, like, a, you know, eight, nine-year-old kid. Like, that was one of my first sports heroes. He was just some journeyman defenseman that played, like, a couple seasons in the NHL. But, you know, down here, that was... Yeah, I mean, he might as well have been Wayne Gretzky. That was our guy. <clears throat> So, yeah. I'm kind of looking around trying to figure out like where I'm going to put some stuff here in my office. We're talking. I've, 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 
let my toy room kind of get away. And I'm saying this on air, so there's at least a little accountability. I've been trying to kind of go through like a, seg- a section at a time. So like my entertainment center that sits to the left of me when I record, uh, I just had like consoles just kind of scattered. I actually organized all that Saturday. Uh, I, 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 next is going to be toy shelf to my left. Get that organized. And there's a shelf to like a bookshelf to my right back like over here-ish that I want to get figures on. Cause I started stacking pops on, I got about halfway through and just kind of let it, let it sit. So I think I'm going to cut down my pops significantly. And then these two wall shelves behind me, I want to completely redo. And so it's just, it's one of those things, like you look at it, you have the grand plans and then I have time and I don't do anything with it. So I'm taking this room back piece by piece. It take me three months, but I'm going to get this completely how I want it. Because, you know, notice like when I sat down after reorganizing the entertainment center, like watched a movie and, and didn't have just like random ass stacks of DVD and game cases up to the TV. It's like, oh, yeah, I can actually watch it without seeing all this random shit creeping into the field of vision and be going like, I need to do something with that. Yeah. Uh, it's the, the other side of collecting. If it's not displayed right, you're just a hoarder. Yeah. You mentioned him earlier, Post Malone. Yes. Uh, so I was looking at my Funkos here because I'm like, I think there's a few I need to cut, but I think most are pretty good. Um, but I do have a Post Malone Funko pop up there. And I was watching him on Howard Stern actually from just like a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And he uh, was talking about the, the one ring card that he bought for $2 million. And Howard's like, why would you spend that much money on this? And he's like, well, this is what it was. And, you know, he's like, I free, freely admit that this was a stupid thing. You know, he's like, he's like, you have accountants, right? He's like, what was that conversation like? He's like, well, you know, he's like, at the end of the day, it is my money. He said, but yeah, they kind of like, wait, what are you doing? And they made the joke about, they're like, there needs to be accountants that just specialize in that stuff who just know. And I was like, dude, I could do that. You know, it's like, I was like, that's what I need to fucking do, man. I was like, Jerry Cook was just an ordinary accountant until he became the card man, man. Yeah, you know, like Post Malone's like, hey, we want to do this transaction. Be like, okay, I know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and, and you got to think for somebody like that who, like, it, the type of per, I mean, in Post is, I think, good with his money. I don't think he's, I mean, mm-hmm. he did spend $2 million on a card. But then again, he spent he, $2 million on a card, but he's also opened like multiple Raising Canes franchises that are making him a shitload of money. Yeah, so he like, can afford the $2 million. It's not like he, uh, you know, he has, he spent $2 million and he had three in the bank, you know. Right. It's he's not, not like spending that. like an 07 uh, running back. No, no. So, with that first, you know, rookie check or something like that. Yeah, so no. Yeah. No, those he's, guys that he's are got like, the money to spend. This is going to last forever. I want a gold-plated swimming pool, and then they blow their ACL and never can play again. It's like, what do I do now? Yeah, but I mean, you know, that would make a difference and stuff if you, you know, you you had an accountant who was like, you t- you tell you're making that kind of purchase, and they're fucking hyped, you know, and like, yes, you know, yeah, that's awesome, you know. You need like, a yes man accountant. More. Yeah, yeah, you're like a yes man accountant. I mean. <laughs> You know, the it's, flavor flavor of accounting. You're just sitting in the back going, Yeah, boy. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, so there's uh, maybe that's my calling, and you know, maybe that's what I should uh, look into doing and stuff. I don't know. We're, we're... That'll be your save with Conrad. Yeah. Collect with Jerry. Are you rich? Do you want to buy some cool shit? Do you want to buy cool shit and give me 1%? Yeah, I mean, I would. that's exactly how I'd make money is I would take a percentage on the transaction. And, yeah. You know, but at the same point, like, you would have to, you know, I, uh, there's a lot of hurdles and stuff, and, you know, <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's easier to, like, daydream about being that guy uh, than to make it to fruition, but, you know, maybe... <coughs> I would have to have my CPA for license, and I'm not doing that. But you don't uh, want to be the abominable CPA. No, there's already does, one of those. Does CPA really have a CPA? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just know it was always his, always his character. Yeah, because that is a very hard uh, test to pass and stuff. And I, I did not take any of them um, when I, I went to school for ten years, basically. Like I went, I was into my senior year when I decided that the, the degree I was going after uh, was not going to work. And so then I took a little bit of time off and then went back and, you know, it took me uh, multiple years to do the accounting stuff just because I wasn't, you know, I was working full time and uh, had a family and stuff at that point too. So, you know, I can't take a full class load. I'm taking, you know, like two classes here and, you know, a semester and, so, you know, so it was really drawn out uh, the when I went to finish and stuff. and uh, But to go, I mean, you have to take classes on how to take that test and stuff like that. I mean, it, it is a major, major commitment. And I just was burned out on school and didn't want to. That's know. totally understandable. And now that I'm out, it's like, I could go get it. It's like, but it's not really going to matter a ton here. And, right. you know, this small town in Kentucky that I'm at, like, I don't really need it. It's not like it's going to be like, oh, you're going to make so much more money. I really wouldn't. You know? Not unless you get your CPA and become Post Malone's accountant. Now then, yeah. And then you can help him open up uh, Raising Cans and do other cool shit. Yeah, it's like, are you... Are you rich and want to buy cool shit? Let me help you, (laughs) you know? Do you want to spend $30,000 on a guitar? I'm your guy. Oh, so it's post load, like, you know, we're, while we're talking about him, man, he's, he's one of those guys that I will say, like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, but I, I maybe know like five or six of his songs. Yeah. I don't but, know if I could really tell you any songs that he sings, but I'm such a fan of the, of like, he is what I'd like to think that I would be if I made a shitload of money. Uh, there's videos, uh, there was, there's a guitar channel. I followed a guy named, uh, Jared Dines. And he got like he got in touch with Post Malone and went and hung out with him, and like they recorded like metal in the studio because he's like a rock and metal guy. Like he's doing, you know, he's doing like SoundCloud mumble rap, but then he's also pulling in all these metal metal musicians to just like hang out in his home studio and, and jam. And he's like a really good guitar player. Uh, the the video where like I became a fan. It's a channel called Norman's Rare Guitars. It's actually the name of like a music shop. What's it? It's in Nashville, and they specialize in like incredibly rare guitars. And he was playing like a '64 Gibson SG that was worth probably three of my car. And uh, he picks this thing up, and I'm like, "Oh, what's you know, what's White Iverson gonna do with this thing?" 
and then you know I'm picturing like he's gonna play it like Little Wayne playing guitar, and he picks that thing up and just starts shredding blues and has like a slide and he's like slide guitaring and I was just like never mind I I take back every negative thing I've said about this man, and I will follow him forever. <laughs> like just start shredding guitar, but re- like like T Pain. T Pain's an incredible singer, but knew that auto tune and stuff was like where music was headed, so he dove on it and made millions. Same thing with Post Malone. He could put out a rock album tomorrow. Probably wouldn't sell half what he's selling on his rap stuff, but it would be awesome. The music would be incredible. So he's he's making his rap music, turning around, spending that money on like bringing in all the metal bands that he loves and <laughs> like just jamming with them at his house. It's like, man, that's so damn cool. Yeah, he hangs out around like all the big name like magic players and stuff. Yeah, because that's another and, thing he's uh, passionate about. He likes he likes magic and he likes like heavy metal music and stuff. And, and raising uh, cans chicken fingers. Yeah. Shout out Baton Rouge, born and there born is, and raised. One love. There was a guy, so I I didn't even know some of these people played magic and stuff like that until uh, uh, my brother pointed it out to me and showed me and it is uh he played in the nfl i don't know what position he played and stuff but he's like just a big gamer and like he loves magic the gathering like that's his his hobby and um on his knuckles he has the different symbols for all the different like colors and magic Mm -hmm. like i think there's five different colors and so he's got like on each one of his fingers like he's got that so it's a very uh, cool kind of thing, you know. It is always cool seeing somebody like into your like kind of nerdy hobby. Yeah. So I feel about like with you know George Kittle being a big wrestling guy. Like I'm not really a Niners fan, but I love Kittle and I love McCaffrey. But uh, you know Kittle's out there scoring touchdowns and throwing the Penta like Cerro Miedo. He's got like Penta and Phoenix uh, painted cleats on, stuff like that. I always love seeing little things like that, like pro athletes letting their like hobbies shine through. Especially when it's nerdy stuff like we like. Nerd stuff. It's like, oh, you're a nerd too. One of us. One, One of, of us. us. <laughs> yeah, so. That's how that I'm trying to think if there's really anything I've you know been doing and stuff. I don't really think there is. Like I've been pretty pretty I, good for the most part. So I think we, we talked about it off air. It's another one of my little purchases. It was my, my early birthday gift to myself, which showed up after right. my birthday. Uh thanks, FedEx. But uh I bought I'm pulling it up because reasons we're not a video podcast, but still bought a uh, guitar hero controller. I've got a PlayStation two and a PlayStation three. And I got this, uh, it's, I think it's, let's see. Nico is the company that made it. Nico, Nico, but it's called the blockhead. And it is, the cord has two outputs and it's got a PlayStation three and a PlayStation two connector. So you can hook it to either console and then it has a switch on it, so you can switch this thing. For, like when you play Rock Band, mm-hmm. there's like additional controls, like the little selector switch to change effects. 
stuff like that, or you could change it to just Guitar Hero, where it doesn't have those extra effects. And I uh, just kind of got lucky, found one on eBay for a price that wasn't insane. And uh, it sh- just showed up, so I played Guitar Hero on Rock Band for the first time, and I was doing the math. I got rid of my Guitar Hero controllers right around the time my wife and I started dating. And we're closing in on eleven years, so I mean it's been it's been a decade, and that was like the that was the game that I would sit and play for hours and hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And then you know you buy new consoles, and it's like oh what do I need my old stuff for? And you toss them, and then time goes by, and you, you know that like man I wish I didn't sell that PlayStation, man I wish I didn't sell the Wii, man I wish I didn't sell this and that and. And so, uh, been slowly collecting back a lot of that stuff, like the Tony Hawk games, Rock Band, Guitar Hero. So it's nice little nostalgia hits, man. Like I sat on my couch, I I got home from work at like six ish, and I played Rock Band till eight thirty, <laughs> just like <laughs> boom. Where did time go? It's like I time traveled forward. So it's uh, you know, those little those little nostalgia hits, man. Like life. Gets, you know, life keeps moving forward. You you have to grow older. You have to start taking responsibilities and stuff. But you don't have to grow up. Life, I think I've kind of uh, learned that at this point in life. Away. Exactly. You know, I, I I I keep saying that like when people ask me like, oh, I was I was thirty, I was thirty one, blah blah blah. Like mentally, I'm still sixteen. Now my back just hurts and my knees hurt, and I have to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. But I'm still that same like stupid ass teenager that wants to play Guitar Hero till three in the morning and you know just go every local indie wrestling show. But then I also have to like work a day job and pay taxes. You have to you have to grow old. You don't have to grow up. Now I'm just a teenager with money. And a bad back. Don't forget the bad back. Don't forget, baby. Don't forget. Don't forget, baby. I think we talked... I I don't know. I I might have brought it up to you last week off air. But uh, there was a video and it made the rounds. And seek it out. I'm going to go find the the channel. But uh, I saw it on TikTok. But it was a guy did a prank call on a radio show. And he called, and it was somebody that put him up to it. Like, hey, call my buddy Rick and prank call him as Dusty Rhodes. And he does Dusty Rhodes promos to this just guy. And, and so it's just, you know, like, picks up the phone. Hello, it's Rick there. Uh, yes, you're, you're speaking to him, and I think they're calling him, like, at work. Rick Flair, you yellow dog. We bled the same blood and the same mutt. And he's screaming at him through this phone as this guy's just, it kind of reminds me of like the, the old John Cena prank call. He's just screaming at this guy who oh, yes. was completely uninterested. And he gets more and more frustrated. And he's like, I'm going to come down there and I'm going to show you. And Well, come on down, bud. I think, I think you're barking up the wrong tree, Mr. Rhodes, whoever you are. <laughs> he just keeps going. And, and there's a, uh, point in it where he calls and I think the guy gets fed up with the calls and he hands it off to his uh hands off to his like his assistant or, or whoever it's 
Uh, y- y- yes, is uh, is Rick there? Uh, are are you a friend of his? I would say more of a nemesis, baby. I say more of a nemesis. <laughs> it was the the Kid Chris show was that uh, was the show that it was on. It got posted to the non uh, the no context flare uh, TikTok page, which if mm. you've got TikTok, Instagram, t- I think Twitter, no context flare is some of the best stuff out there. But this man is just, he keeps prank calling this guy over and over as Dusty Rhodes cutting promos on him. You know, this Saturday night, you can bring your horseman flair, but I'm going to kick your ass. And the guy hangs up on him. He starts screaming, you yellow dog, you yellow dog. (laughs) And the guy's doing a spot on Dusty Rhodes impression. And he's dropping all these Dusty Rhodes quotes as he's just prank calling and screaming at some guy, like I think in a hardware store or something. (laughs) <laughs> it's just you know we talked about earlier the internet connects you to all these great wonderful weird things like that was I've shown this to multiple people with even a passing interest in wrestling and they've all just just cracked up at it so yeah the kid Chris show and it yeah it, was, it got shared to no context flares uh, TikTok page it's about like two minutes three minutes and it is I think it's it, it feels to me like a modern version of the John Cena prank call. Yeah. Oh, shift around my chair here. You funky like a monkey, Flair. Let me tell you something. I'm riding on the tip of a lightning bolt, and I'm coming down there to show you that your blood is as red as mine, baby. Just, you know, it helps that Dusty is one of my favorite impressions to do. Yeah, man. I, I think out, outside of all that, that's all the. Uh, it's been it's been cards and video games right now. Figures coming soon. I'm gonna try to catch some of these uh, Target Legends. Yeah. Still trying to find that Walmart uh, Chris Jericho. I'm not giving up on uh, not giving up on the figures, man. But I, the, the cards and stuff have just kind of slid in. Uh, I'm waiting on Punk. Oh, the Supreme Punk? Yeah, baby, the punk. Looks, that's the with the track jacket and gym shorts and all? If that's the last yeah. CM Punk figure we ever get, I will be 1,000% okay with that. Uh, that Blood and Guts Punk, I think, is phenomenal. I'm still hoping we get the Ring of Honor Luminaries Punk. Yeah, it's borderline. I was even... <laughs> I wasn't too skeptical about the... Uh, you know, not too skeptical about the, uh, the Supreme. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I admit, I kind of got started getting a little, a little worried. Uh, I've because, you know, seen pictures of people with the box in hand. Yes. And had I, I not seen that, I was starting to get kind of like, eh. I'm still waiting to see. Like, the, I really hope we do get that Luminaries uh, Ring of Honor punk. Because I just, I need it. You know, I, I I think we talked about it a couple, you know, a couple weeks back when, when old, uh, old Phil found himself on the unemployment line. I, I, at the end of the day, like I can separate, there's a lot of guys I can separate the, the art from the artist. Uh, you know, like Ric Flair has, I love him as a wrestler. I love him as a personality, but like he's got his, he's got his skeletons in the closet. I mean, he just, shit, he just went on one of my favorite comedy podcasts and made a complete ass of himself. 
like drunkenly staggered off a comedy show because they were making fun of people and was screaming, hollering, making a, you know, I'm not going to make fun of people. That's not what I'm about. And he's crying and storming off. I was like, you got brought on a comedy show where they roast people. That's the point. But like as much as, as much as Richard Fleer is, is a twisted, twisted individual. Rick Flair is something special. And I think CM Punk's the same way, man. Like, Phil Brooks seems like he can be, and, and it's, it's, there's two sides to every coin. I think he, I've seen so many things that he does that I'm like, man, he really does have a good heart. And then he does other shit. And it's like, God damn, what an idiot. I, I always, I, I, I describe him like, uh, Kevin Smith describes Jason Muse, million dollar heart, nickel fucking head. <laughs> it's like, I love the CM Punk character. I love everything he does, man. Like I love that he can just he you hang on his words. When he when he's a heel, he makes you hate his guts. And when he's a babyface, man, you you you'd run through a wall for him. And then he goes backstage and acts an ass. It's like, man, if you could just go lock yourself in your room, shut the hell up. One of the greatest careers of all time. Yeah, if he could have just you know got him his own damn way, but and that, that's that's how I that's how I always described it, man. CM Punk is a first ballot Hall of Famer, but Phil Brooks couldn't get out of his own damn way. Yeah. So, well, do you have anything else? I think I'm pretty well tapped out for this week. No, I think I am too, man. I you I'm know anticipating a busy week next week probably, but I'm hoping so too. I'm going to try to make a target run later this week. Maybe we both have a busy week. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. If not, I'm going to try to wait on the, on, uh, the legend set and stuff. See if you, what you can find. If you can't find any of it, then I'll hit up, you know, the Bay or the, the power group, if you will, baby. And kind of see what's going on. I think I'm going to try to, uh, let's try to go like, Probably Thursday morning. I'll I'll try to make a pass through. So let me know. You go now. They're not open. Then break in, baby. I like it. I like it. Now I'm not gonna have to pay for Fold shit. Like a Free figures for all. Who cares about that open, not open bullshit, man? <laughs> the American dream is open. always open. I think we've hit the point where we're devolving. It's time to wrap this one. We're getting, yeah, we're getting to that point. We're getting slap happy. It's getting late. We'll turn so. this thing into uh, AFW After Dark. Oh, we can do that if you want to. That'll be the Patreon. If, if we ever get enough listeners oh, to justify buddy. Patreon, we'll do a real uncensored uncut. <laughs> Let me tell you what I think. I talk about shit. I don't care. <laughs> it's going to be a whole lot you. of. Uh, best of us airing of grievances it's just gonna be like all right we're starting off the after dark i've got opinions and you all have to hear them let me tell you about that mark cardona man (laughs) that mark cardona man he don't know shit that will also be where i make byron uh, myers man byron myers and mark cardona byron myers and mark cardona man i'm gonna make those in 2k23 now you you got it joey Byron Myers, Mark Cardona, book them, yeah. book them in MEWF. I respect gonna, you, Booker I'm man. Beat that man. Let me tell you, he he going down. He I want like I want Mark monkey. Cardona and Byron Myers versus the major players. Book it, book it. 
I think it's going to happen. Live on pay-per-view, baby. This Saturday night Starcade. Your blood's going to be just as red as mine. You can bring your limousine. You can bring your horseman. I think that's a note to leave it on. Before I get too too deep down the Dusty Rhodes rabbit hole. Yep. I think it's good. All right. I got the quote right, and I'm retiring the damn Jerry Springer thing. Because I will just fuck it up. So (laughs) I'm going (laughs) out uh, as the winner on that one. So uh, we need a new sign-off. Well, I'll send it off the only way I know how. You do it, man. Until next time, I bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang.